welcome to the Keep Going Podcast, where we encourage, inspire, and transform lives. My name is Judy Perfect, your host and Keep Going Encourager. Hello and welcome to the Keep Going Podcast, where we seek to encourage, inspire, and transform lives. I want to thank you for tuning in this week as we near the end of yet another amazing year. For the month of December, we're going to do a mini-series on leaving those things behind as we enter into 2024, those things that actually do not serve us. Actually, they tend to hinder us. You know, as this year of 23 draws to a close, many individuals are looking back, reflecting, taking inventory of how this year has gone for them. They look at what goals or commitments were met, changes that were made, and how they would like to move into 2024. You know, this is a time also when it becomes easy to measure or compare your results. There's this tendency to compare yourself uh, to others and what they've accomplished or how they appear to have everything going for them because they look successful. Then you begin to question yourself or be concerned about how others will view you. You wonder what is being said or why it is that you don't feel as if you can ever measure up. This is also a time of asking yourself, what have I been carrying all year or in some cases for many years that I want to unload? They bear no benefit to me. They're not serving me. In fact, it is extra weight that continue to hinder my progress. So before we enter into the new year, I wanted to encourage you to leave those things behind that's hindering you from from being all that God has called you to be and to do. You know, the author of Hebrews in 12.1 says uh, he encourages us to throw off everything that hinders. You know, one of the tremendous weights that many individuals carry is the need to be approved by others. And this is what this particular podcast is. It's encouraging to leave this behind, that need for approval. This is a weight that can start early in life and can be a thorn throughout your life. It can affect you in all of your relationships, starting with your family, marriage, work, business, friends. It is like an invisible covering that you walk under day in and day out that weighs like a ton of bricks. You know, in today's society, it is even easier to carry this burden because we live in a time when we have so much access to how others uh, are and how they live their lives. Television and social media highlight fame, wealth, and power, intelligence, fashion, relationships that appear to be real, and oftentimes they are not what they appear to be. And so there's a tendency to question if you measure up. When your self-worth is based upon what others think of you or what you think that they think of you, you have developed a sense of false belief that says you must be approved by others before you can feel good about yourself. Your mind constantly tells you you're not good enough and you find yourself questioning everything you say or do. You know, out of this need to be approved, a fear of rejection becomes ever-present, which affects your relationships, and that you are so afraid of being rejected, 
You can never truly be you because you are trying to please and therefore you can't or don't open up to the real you because of the fear of being criticized or rejected or condemned. So your relationships become superficial and you often find yourself alone simply because you don't feel safe enough to be transparent and just be you. You also feel you must perform a certain way to be approved, to be accepted. In fact, you then fall into what we call the performance trap. You have to perform in such a manner that you think it will increase your chances of being accepted by others. And when your performance is not good enough or not accepted, you experience feelings of being devalued, dejected, and you end up feeling devastated because you have put so much time and energy into pleasing someone else or others, only to discover that it was still not enough. In fact, it is never enough. Amazingly, many individuals suffer from this malady. And for many, they have become approval addicts. They have a difficult time making decisions without getting approval from someone, friends, family, co-workers, spouses, and yes, even your children. When you have been repeatedly rejected, told that you are of little or no value, passed over for those who were deemed to be smarter, physically more attracted, you know, it's easy to believe the lie because these are the people that you trusted, those who were responsible for instilling confidence and worth in you. Not, not only does the need to be approved create performance trap issues, but it could also cause the need for perfection. You know, when you're in such need for approval, you feel you have to do everything to perfection, no matter how hard you strive. One negative expression from someone you are seeking approval can cause you to feel failure. So you keep trying to do it right, to do it perfectly, so that you can be accepted. And all of this is anti how we are to see ourselves. Now, Paul writes in Galatians 1 and 10, Am I not trying to win the approval of men or of God? Or am I trying to please men? If I were still trying to please men, I would not be a servant of Christ. You know, when we spend our time trying to seek the approval of others, we find ourselves living in misery. When people recognize that you are an approval seeker, you have just opened the door to allow them to control you, to manipulate you, to respond at their will. The approval addict has a constant battle going on in their mind. You might feel that you don't fit in, that you're different. You might think that there is something wrong with you. The approval addict has a constant feeling that they stand on the outside looking in, yet not accepted. In fact, they never feel like they're accepted. It's an emotional roller coaster because you can never please everyone. And because you're dealing with people, Today, they may approve of one thing, and tomorrow it could be something totally different. That's why I believe that we're encouraged to keep our eyes fixed on Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, as it says in Hebrew 12 and 2, 
When we keep our eyes on Jesus, we have the assurance that he is steadfast. You know, he's the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. He loves us unconditionally, and our worth is in him and him alone. Paul says in Romans 8 and 1, Now, there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. The approval addict lives a life of bondage, always controlled by the thoughts and the approval of others. But Christ came to give us freedom from all the things that hinder us. Our worth is in him and from him. And when we know the truth, we do not have to believe the lie of the adversary, for it is the truth that will set us free. But not only does the need for approval lead you into the performance trap and perfectionism, but it can also lead you or cause you to procrastinate. When you have to have the approval of others, you will find yourself hesitating to make a decision, questioning your decisions, second-guessing your actions to the point that you delay or procrastinate taking action. You are so concerned about what others may think or say that you fail to trust your own judgment. So you wait for some kind of sign or verbal instruction from someone else before you make the move or take the action that you know in your heart you should take. The root of procrastination is simply fear. And so you allow the fear of not being accepted, fear of being rejected, possibly ridiculed, cause you delay your intended actions, which creates more emotional burden upon you. So how can we start to overcome the need for approval? And I say start to overcome the need for approval because it's a process. You, it's, it's taken you a long time to get to this point, and it'll take you a while because you've got to constantly fight that battle in your mind. It all starts in the thoughts. So number one, you have to see your work through the eyes of Christ. God created us. In fact, the summer says in Psalms 139.14, I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. And then number two, we have to learn to, you got to learn to love yourself as Christ loves you. We're totally and completely accepted by God. He created us in his image. You are not a substandard creation. The only approval you need is from and through him. Number three is know that God chose you and not anyone else. Because you are chosen by God, we never have to feel left out or left alone. He chose you. He chose it. Nobody else had to say, I want this person. I want her to be on my side. I want her to be, uh, him to be in my group. He chose us. So we never have to feel left out. We never have to feel alone, regardless of what others might say or what tricks your mind may play on you. Ephesians 1 and 11 says, In him we were also chosen, having been predestined according to the plan of him who works out everything in conformity with the purpose of his will. And then number four, be who you are and who God made you to be. No one is perfect. Learn to live in the love and forgiveness of Christ. We, are, we will never be perfect on this side of heaven. Never, ever. 
we're going to make some mistakes. We're going to make some decisions that may not be the best decisions or the right decision. But we have the love and forgiveness of Christ. Learn to speak good of you. Learn to be mindful of the words that you speak over yourself. Uh, and, And always speak good of yourself. God does not look down on you. So why should you look down upon yourself? And so I encourage you to leave behind the need to be approved. This need, don't carry this into the year of 2024. Shake it off before January the 1st and start the new year with a new you. Choose to not allow the fear of rejection, the performance trap, perfectionism, and procrastination to occupy your space any longer. And as I stated earlier, everything starts in the mind. That's where the battle takes place. So I encourage you as you move further in life to be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. That's what Paul says in Romans 12 and 2. So I want to thank you for listening to the Keep Going podcast. And I pray that you have been encouraged to leave behind this need for approval from others so that you can live in the freedom that God grants you. Have a blessed week. Thank you for listening to the Keep Going podcast. I trust you have been encouraged, inspired, and transformed today. I'm Judy Burpick, and I'm your Keep Going coach. Make sure you visit me at keepgoingcoach.com and remember to always keep going.